When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings and salutations. You've successfully arrived at the bloody, disgusting network. The passage of time will now bring you to something strange, unique, and idiosyncratic. Have a good time. Surprise! Did you miss me, Andy? I sure missed you. I told you. We were gonna be friends to the end. And now... It's time to play. I got a new game, sport. It's called Hide the Soul. And guess what? You're it. From the Playland Fire in Sweet Home Chicago to a coming of rage in Hackenslash, New Jersey, we are Halloweenies. Greetings, everybody. I can't believe how many people are here. All 800 of you. This is unbelievable tonight. It's very exciting, everybody. Please uh, hold your applause to the very end. My name is Justin Gerber. I'm one of the co-hosts of Halloweenies, a horror franchise podcast. And we are going to be giving you our top 10 haunted house movies. Joining me tonight are two fellow Halloweenies. One of you is my brother, to give you a hint. Who is this person? Oh, this is uh, Michael Myers. No, 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 that's not true. It's me. I'm Wolfman Mac. Hi, how's it going? Uh, This is the definitive haunted house list. It's only this. Your opinions don't matter. No one else matters. This is going to be the list. No, I'm just kidding. It's obviously very subjective, and I'm sure you'll all disagree with a lot of these picks. I don't know about that. We 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 pulled Peter Medak, uh, Joe Dante, uh, Mick Garris, all the 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 masters of horror. They emailed us, and they're like, "Oh, please, please, let me get my data in. I got to get my data." I mean, that's true. Their assistants reached out, but we have not heard back from any of the directors. God bless them all. Uh, so let's get this thing kicked off because I know everybody hates it when you come to these screenings and it goes late, and then the movie doesn't start at nine fifteen. I promise you. If this movie runs, starts late, it will not be our fault. Okay? No, I, no, no. I assure everybody here, this is going to happen. So, are you ready to burn on through this? Who are these assholes? Are you ready to burn <laughs> like, like, I didn't sign off for this <laughs> shit. Like, I have well, to sit we're just here and tickets listen to, to go this? see George C. Scott. Why are we, we listening to three assholes You can close stage? your eyes and imagine yeah. the dulcet tones of the organ playing. We know. We understand. And right, the thank dulcet, you so much for entertaining us. Yeah. Music and the dulcet, Box is going to get hit with reviews. Just being like, you know, I, I love your quality of cinema that you put on screen. Don't like the assholes you put on stage. Um, well, and one star. I'm canceling my membership right now. We're going to let them decide in about 20 minutes. <laughs> so let's barrel on through this our number 10 movie 
Um, let's see if anybody knows what this is. It's called, don't say anything yet. It's called the Han. No. Did someone say haunted? No. Nobody did. The Haunted. Oh. The 1991 TV movie directed by Robert Mandel, who I believe did FX. With he did Brian do Brown. FX. Yes. You know what he also Australian. did? Yes. Uh, he did, he was coming off of FX, actually, and he also did Touch and Go. You ever see that movie? Never saw Touch and Go. Never. Anybody no. see Touch and Go? No. All right. Touch Great. and Go, Michael Keaton, Batman. Great also content. Mike, also, this uh, is the 10th greatest Haunted House movie of all time. Now, granted, news. Mac and I have not seen it. I have not seen I know. it. But well, is, why is this the 10th greatest Haunted House movie of all time? Okay, so th- it, it should be noted that this director, Robert Mandel, he did the pilot for The X-Files two years later. Oh, yeah. okay. And I, I found that out today. So it wasn't like I, you know, my, when I was like nine years old, I'm like, mm, or six years old, I'm like, oh, interesting. This guy's going to go on to do good stuff. I just, this was the Unsolved Mysteries canon for me, where it's like, you know, you're home. Yeah. You know, I come from a family where everyone's fucking messed in the head. So like I didn't, I, I was alone for long hours, the latchkey kid. And, you know, I'd, I'd move on from Unsolved Mysteries and then be like, oh, what's on Fox tonight? And then, oh, there's this random movie with Jeffrey DeMunn. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just happen to be this family that's living in a house. And I thought, oh, this might be a little pleasant thing. No, it turned out to be an Unsolved Mysteries case in itself. So it's very scary. It's based on reality. Um, I will say it is the, you talk about The Nun 2 right now, Conjuring Universe, anyone out there? So (laughs) they, this was actually like the first Conjuring-verse movie because Mm. Ed and Lorraine Warren are present in this movie. I did not know that. The the real life Ed and Lorraine. So yes, the films depict, or the film depicts the events surrounding the Smurl haunting. You ever heard of the Smurls? Think about every day. Think about every day. Yeah. Oh, well, Smurls, Smurfs. Smurls. Got it. Anyway, URL. It looks like a your like like a bitly like you know you short length the thing. Oh, I got it. Smurls.com slash. Can people find this anywhere? I know you tried to find a, a synced version on YouTube, but to I no did. avail. So the only way you could watch this movie, so it shouldn't even be on this list, but I it you could watch it on YouTube and the the vocals don't actually match yeah, up. Yeah, Mike's so. just gone on YouTube and done a reenactment of the entire movie yeah. himself. But I I do so this is actually it's really creepy because it was you know it was claimed that Jack and Janet Smurl of West. Uh, Pittison, Pennsylvania, they allege that a demon inhabited their home between 1974 and 1980. For 15 years, they stayed in the same house? Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> yeah, was, no, they didn't stay in the house. Well, I guess they did stay in the house because, you know, All right. need to rewatch the movie, clearly. Um, but they basically said that the dog, they threw their dog into a wall, the, the demon, kind of a mean guy. Oh, I thought you were saying the family did that. No, the family didn't do that, but the family uh, left the house. The, the scene that I always remember in the movie is that they're, they left the house and they go to like a picnic camping area so they can get away from all. And it's still haunting them there. Oof. And they see this like shadow. It's like 1991. So you can imagine what the special effects look like. Great. And TV, um, TV movie. Brilliant. Yeah, it was, it was really awesome. But um, they, I just remember as a kid thinking that was so scary that you could leave the house and it would still get at you. But it's a good movie. I mean, it's, it's genuinely a good movie. It got, I mean, I think... Um, she got nominated. For, she, Sally Kirkland got nominated for a Golden Globe yeah. nomination. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know who she's in? Hitchcock Connection. Oh, no, that's actually someone who else... That, that's, never mind, I, I got that. Oh, well. That's who played well, Lorraine Warren. Uh, oh. is, is a, is, she was in Marnie, but yeah. Anyway, go find it. Um, well, it's, on any, it's not on any streaming network, so basically... I'm sure it's on archive.org somewhere. Yeah, if people yeah. remember how to use that, yeah. we would never actually tell people to illegally watch something at a Maybe you do movie theater. Torn. But um, like, All right, we got to move on to our next yeah. one. It also takes place at a house, if you would believe it or not. I think people here might know this one. It's played here many times. It's from 2009, The House of the... 
Oh. The House of the oh, Devil. Who said that? We have a cinephile oh, there out there. Very good. Real cinephiles over there in the corner. Uh, Ty West film. Uh, this was kind of his big breakthrough, and I remember this. It came out in 2009. It feels it was like the onslaught of nostalgia, 80s horror. Who here has, not, who here has seen The House of the Devil? I mean... Yeah. 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 Of course. Excellent. Of course. Great movie. Good movie. The great, uh, of course, Greta Gerwig. An early appearance for Greta Gerwig. Who's seen Barbie? I'm trying to get everybody yeah, on my side right. here. This is great. Okay. Almost as many people. So yeah, yeah. that movie's probably doing pretty good. They're doing just fine. This is an example Who here of. Who was pissed that Barbie, that Barbie didn't play here with Oppenheimer? <laughs> just throw the music box in. Oh uh, no no no! Sorry, I loved Oppenheimer. It was great. It was awesome. So. This is a good example because we were talking about like, what makes a haunted house movie. You know what I mean? Because there's no ghosts in this movie, but yeah. there is absolutely a kind of spirit that inhabits a demon. We don't want to yep. spoil the House of the Devil for those of you who have not seen it too much. We do implore you to go see. House of the Devil. Still my favorite Ty West movie, by the way. Yeah, same here, I think. Pearl, I love Pearl, though. So we'll yeah. see with Maxine, Triple X. Oh, yeah. Pearl is sneaking up the charts. <laughs> yeah. Check out Maxine. I'm sure he'll be playing here at the Music Box Theater sometime next year. Mac, we got to move on to number eight, though. It's, it's got a number in the title. Our number eight film is, and this is probably controversial. I don't know if it's it really... No, it's not controversial. A little bit of a controversial But it's Session... Nine. Nine. That's right. That's right. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, the film essentially is about some asbestos uh, removal team that goes into a classic a, plot. The Danvers abandoned insane asylum essentially, and there may or may not be something haunting it, uh, which I think is kind of the best part of the movie for me was that you don't really know if it is in fact being haunted or if they're just kind of willing it into existence. And it is kind of a very subjective thing in how you look at it, but I think that's the scariest stuff, is the stuff that you don't really know and it's kind of left up to the viewer to decide what's really happening. I would agree. And I also offered up the great meme of David Caruso saying, fuck you. That's, yeah. Yeah. That is from Session 9. Sahara's Josh fuck Lucas. Fuck you. That's oh, right. Oh, that's right. And Josh Lucas is in it from Sahara, from the Matthew that's McConaughey right, from film Sahara. Sahara. You know what? I will say, though, do you know what Josh Lucas is not in? He's not in our number seven movie. Oh, interesting. Mike, oh. what's our number seven movie? It, 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 it's a copyright in the title. What is oh, it? Oh, is it really? Sure. Hell House LLC? That's the one. Yeah, it is. That's right. Who's seen Hell that? Hell House LLC. Who here has seen Hell House LLC so I can know if I could spoil the whole thing? Oh, interesting. Okay, three people. Well, we'll keep it light. Make sure, we're not um, talking about the second or third one. We're talking about the first one. as yeah, the seventh greatest say, Haunted House movie of all time. I know this is sponsored by Shudder, but the sequel sucks. So um, the, <laughs> we'll say this is a 2015 found footage movie. And the thing I love about this movie is that it executes the found footage, not to perfection, because we were splitting hairs about when they go out and leave the, you know, the, the field and everything, the fields of gold, like Sting. And so basically, the thing that works about this movie is that you believe the crew, though. Like, yeah. when I watched this movie, I just felt like I was watching a lot of my older friends from high school. And that's important, I think, in found footage, because most of the time, it's people just, like, absolutely aping the camera. So. Well, again, like the best thing about that movie is that they don't have a lot to work with, so they really have to get creative yeah. and think outside of the box, right? Uh, sometimes when you're just given everything, it's not that great. Yeah. Something else impressive about it is I rewatched it again. It actually has good replay value. It's not yeah. just a one and done, the jump scares. I think it holds up really well. well it's really one of your disturbing favorites. ending. Yeah. One of your favorite things is that it's the blink and miss things that you see it in the rewatch. Yeah, factor, the stuff you, you missed the first time yeah. that's still waiting for you the second time. Well, you mentioned Sting. Mike and uh, Sting is nowhere near our next film. It's uh, it's a 1977 
horror comedy action sci-fi drama from way overseas. Mac, what Nobuhiko Obayashi film are we talking about here? House. Anybody seen House? Now we're cooking here. Yeah, now this definitely made the list. I mean, it's absolutely comedic, but it's such a joy to watch. Uh, It's just so visually stunning and entertaining. And I have to read the synopsis because it's too good. In an effort to avoid spending time with her father and his creepy new lover, young gorgeous, that's her name, resolves... (laughs) to visit her aunt's remote mansion with six of her closest friends in tow, including the musically inclined Melody and the geeky prof. Gorgeous arrives at the estate where supernatural events occur immediately, a severed head takes flight, household appliances come to life, and a portrait of a cat seems to contain an evil spirit. If that hasn't sold you, I don't know what else to say. It's wild, wacky, and absolutely uh, one of my faves. Whether or not you've you enjoy it isn't really the point. I assure you, you have never seen anything like 1977's House. Anything, Mike? Have you seen House? Did you ever yeah, see House? We, actually? Yeah, what's the deal? I did see it. We, we well, over there. Just there's a story because we went to go. We went to a marathon at some someplace in the world. Yeah, we, we went, left. We were not in the mood. It was, it was one o'clock in the morning. Well, the one thing that's wonderful about Chicago is that it just never ends. So when you go to, we went to like a horror marathon or whatever. I think it was like during the Cubs winning or something. No, no, this is separate. Oh, that's this is separate. Yeah, this is something this, else. This is I can't remember where we were. Yeah, and like that's I was important. having an allergic reaction and we really wanted to see Halloween 2 and we just, all of a sudden we finished Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and House starts and we had no context for this and I was already like absolutely fucking out of my mind. Well, cult, tired. You have to be in the mood for House. And I just was like, what the fuck? is happening on screen right now like this is i, I gotta I say can... <laughs> the first you know 10 15 minutes you don't know you don't know what you're watching yet <laughs> like yeah. it takes a while to get into it but stick with it because it's 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 yeah, awesome it's, it's great and the iconography of it is awesome like i've seen oh, people yeah. have tattoos yeah. of it I, I love the vinyl well mike cool. you just name checked nightmare on elm street i think friday 13th yeah. well the director of our next film kickstarted another horror franchise i'm talking of course about 1982 Poltergeist. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Who directed this movie? Was it Toby Hooper or Steven Spielberg? Go. The Spielberg. correct answer is yes. The correct uh, Christian answer is yes. That's right. Very nice. Very nice. Who is the one that founded Amblin again? Well, that would be Spielberg? Steven Spielberg. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I think Toby Hooper directed most of this movie, if not the whole thing. Uh, and I'm sure Steven Spielberg, and we know Steven Spielberg was a presence on set. Look, what else can I possibly say about Poltergeist that has been said a million times already? Fun movie. Fun film. Great score. We got uh, some of the great scares. The, the clown itself. And the sober reality that I, am, that I am older than Craig T. Nelson by about five years in that movie. And that really hit home. When I rewatched it a couple of years ago. Now, really what, tough where is beat. that clock on the list? This is number five. Wow. On the list. Okay. Now I'll be honest. I didn't include Poltergeist because it was kind of like um, I don't know. It's like in 2000 when people are you know going to vote for Ralph Nader or something like that, and then instead we went for someone else. And I was like, <laughs> well, I'm not going to put Poltergeist on here because it's just it's it's a wash of a vote. I know Do you, you guys remember are what have your number five three. was. I don't Impossible for you to remember <laughs> yeah, that. I thought I you were saying my, that you were, my own list. You were going to say it was the the Sam Rockwell Poltergeist that was yeah, number five. But actually, it was. It was the remake. I, I walked out of that. and was like, man, they really nailed it this time. So. Everybody would have turned on this yeah. even more. I think Catherine DeWitt's in that movie, maybe. Mac, oh this is this is when it gets complicated. Because our number four movie doesn't take place in a house, but it houses ghosts. So that's our cheat. What is number four on this list, Mac? Number four is Stanley Kubrick's. 
The Shining, that's right. Barry Lyndon. Lyndon. Look, it wasn't not going to be on the list. It's, it's absolutely creepy and just, yeah, I think it, it is kind of a cheat, but it's, it's not. It's a, it's, it is a building that is haunted by various spirits, so it's, it's grounded. It's a haunted house movie. I checked other uh, verified websites and whatnot, and they've included this in the past, so I don't feel too controversial yeah, about I lo- I looked at Wiki. its inclusion. Yeah. yeah, but you sent the link, and it was like people.com, and it was like, oh, it was people.com I checked out. That's right. And it had like Monster House. And Time.com. Well, we appreciate The Shining. Um, who here has seen The Shining? <laughs> <laughs> who here has seen The Shining at the music box? It's a great, Who's seen great. The Shining miniseries? All right, all right. <laughs> that just means that they've seen it. It doesn't really show yeah, how that, what they true. feel, how they that's, feel about yeah, it, but that's, that's, that's totally fair. Uh, Stanley Kubrick, amazing. He only made, I believe, two movies after The Shining before leaving this mortal coil. Uh, rest in peace, Stanley Kubrick. I don't know where we're going with this. Yeah, well, really, Scott's going to make his Napoleon now, so that's good. Or, no, maybe not. Nah, there's like, a bunch of... Nap- is you that Tashin uh, book? Anybody can do a Napoleon if they want to. We wish them all the best. <laughs> Look... Let's get very serious here for our next film. This is another TV movie. How about, let's hear it for TV. I mean, this is unbelievable. Yeah. We did it, folks. I love TV, TV movies. I love plugging TV things at the movie theater, but let's keep it going What's here. What's your favorite network? CNN? I uh, love CNN. Great. Um, hey, we showed this movie here. Only on HBO, uh, HBO Max do I like CNN. It's going to be a film that was, that's going to be shown here. Am I correct about that? It no. was shown... Oh, last year. Was it shown yeah, last year? it was shown at the Music Box... The, the, at music the Box Tours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Leslie Manning's 1992 Ghost Watch. Now, this is not easy to... It was on Shudder for a while, actually, but now it's very hard to find. Uh, I, I, right. From the, the sound of things, people have seen this movie. You want to talk about living up to the hype. This was something that had been hyped to me for years. We fired it up one night on the old TV. Mm-hmm. And I still think about this movie quite often, especially around Halloween time. This is a great example of a movie that's got a million Easter eggs. If you catch them, great. If you miss them, it's still a creepy experience altogether. Yeah, we definitely went back and just kind of went to scenes that they they referenced things and we totally missed the first time. And it's absolutely there and it's very unnerving. (laughs) Mike. It's like a pedophile ghost in it. It's kind of scary. So um, uh, yeah, kind yeah, of pretty pretty scary. It gets good <laughs> goddamn dark. But it also has Stop. Lister from Red Dwarf. Any Red Dwarf fans out there? Yes. Nice. Oh, nice. right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tongue tied. Good song. <laughs> it's a good song. Go listen. Who's seen Red Dwarf? BBC. All right. There we go. All right. There we go. All right. Keep crowd for that. Moving on here. I mean, I don't know what else to say about Ghost Watch. I, I I still think it's the, honestly like the maybe the best, if not the best, found. Found footage, mockumentary of all time. Hot take. Yeah, well, I'll stick the Blair Witch on you because I think. Well, I said hot take. I said <laughs> yeah, controversial. Take, One yeah. or two, you know, Blair Witch. I understand that, you know, yeah. great film. Number two is a movie I don't know if anybody here has ever heard of. This might be a bit of a deep cut. Mike, hmm. it's directed by a Peter Medic. Yeah. Uh, it was released in 1980. Yeah. What's There's this a wheelchair. movie? There's a ball. It's a movie you're all seeing tonight, I think. What's the movie? 
The, the changeling, now you're that's thinking, right. Like, wow, that's kind of rude. You're doing a whole screening. Why is it number two? And that's a good question. Then I'm going to leave you to answer because I, hey, I, I, didn't, I, I say, didn't do this final list. Okay. I'm a little shocked at it. But, you know. I think number one will not upset people. But Mike, you, you've been, this is one of those movies that always fascinates me with you because you're like, okay, it's gotten to the point now where it's a comfort film for you. You actually go to sleep to this movie's soundtrack. I do. My girlfriend can attest to this that she's heard, she's never seen the movie, but she's heard the score a million times. So during, like right before COVID, I saw it popped up on Shutter and I was like, oh, Changeling, I haven't seen this since the, the rental period. Because we had to watch it on YouTube back in like 2011 or yeah. something like that. And so I just started watching it and I was like, oh, it's really nice and it's, it's, it's really elegant. And I love the score. I love watching George C. Scott just pout, pout around and. <laughs> And I just fell asleep to it every night for the last three years. So I've probably seen this more times than Peter Medak, and I've seen it certainly uh, more times than anyone on earth. So I, I love this movie to death. I think, it's, I think it's terrifying, but I also think that it's mesmerizing and hypnotic at the same time, which is kind of what you want from a haunted house. It's got the house. Canadian yeah. horror say, vibes. You know? Does it just remind you of a more terrifying time? You know, it reminds you me of a simpler for? time, you know, a time when like, yeah, yeah. You know, America meant something. <laughs> How many times do you think George C. Scott sat down and watched The Changeling? Probably, like, well, it's got his wife in it, Trish Vanderbilt. So he's probably like, hey, that was a great job. You did a great job, honey. Right right when they finished Angus, they're like, oh, uh, so remember when you were in The Changeling and, you know, Dr. Strangelove? Why are you in in Angus? Well, you're going to see plenty of The Changeling for about two hours, so we're going to move on to number one. I don't think this is that controversial. It's not that controversial. This this movie is 60 years old, 1963. There yes, we go. Robert we tricked Wise, you earlier. Robert Wise. Who's seen The Haunting, 1963? Yeah. There we go. Now we're cooking. Somehow the director of The Sound of Music and West Side Story did The Haunting. Oh, he had a little spooky bone. Hey, look, he, he was able to go black and white minimal. You know, he's a great director. It's beautifully shot. Yes. It's very patient. I feel like today's audiences probably would check out after 15 seconds, but... I would suggest to them that they sit down and put their phones down and really watch it. I love that just like in every shot, there's always like something in the shot that you're waiting for it to move. And for those that haven't seen it, I won't say whether or not it does. If you've seen the, the remake of The Haunting in the 90s with uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Owen Wilson and Liam Neeson. Um, Lily Taylor. Things do move in that movie. And it's not, not great. Yeah, it's pretty not bad. Very, not great. Not very good. Came out the year that uh, South Park came out, bigger, bigger longer. But I'm but sure that's how I always know that. Oh, the haunting came out when South Park came <laughs> well, out. Right? I had to yeah, sneak that's into the, one. the South Park, but I used the haunting as advantage. And I remember halfway through being like, "This movie fucking sucks. Like, this is just this is boring as shit." And like, we're someone talking about 19 Jan de Bont's the haunting more than Robert Wise's the haunting. Speed. Yeah, how do you screw this up? But, I know. Yeah. Well, you screwed up, but then of course Mike Flanagan did another adaptation of Shirley Jackson's book. Yes, with the haunting yes. of Hill House for Netflix.com. Yeah. But I, that, that's I a, thought was very yeah, good. successful. I yeah. thought it was very. It's very good. They kind of they, they soften the ending for the for the modern crowds. Got, we but. wish them all the best, <laughs> folks. I promised everybody here 19 minutes ago yeah, that this yeah. would be done by 9:15, and I absolutely have delivered on that promise. So wow. yeah. I don't want to say you know. Let's hear it for me. I didn't have to get Katie's hey, five-minute signal because she knew one. I was blaring on through. But thanks, everybody. I know everybody came here specifically to see us. We do hope that you stick around to watch The Changeling, which is going to start in a few minutes here. And again, we are the Halloweenies, a horror franchise podcast. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I think Mike and Katie Reif have got a couple things to say That's right. about The Changeling. Am I right? So give it up to Mike again and Katie. And we'll give the music box. Thank you very much. Have a great night, everybody. So I can't
this is the end of our show. For now. We hope you enjoyed this production. If you like our programming, consider searching for other bloody disgusting podcasts, such as Creepy, Horror Queers, The Boo Crew, SCP Archives, Nightlight, Margaret's Garden, and more. <laughs>